There is nothing that most of us want more than long range visibility. So just picture yourself, you're driving down the freeway, you've got your hands on the wheel and what you want is to be able to see forever. What drives you nuts is when there's fog or when there's haze or when there are these hills or traffic or whatever it is and you can't see. Like you can't see far enough ahead and you're like, oh my gosh, where's this going? Or where does this traffic end? Or I can't see where's that my exit up above. Like that drives all of us crazy. It's what we want in our careers as well. And you ain't gonna get it. Let me talk about it in this episode. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode. Tap on the follow, plus, or subscribe button, and you'll get two new episodes each week. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks Podcast with Russ Hill. This is on my mind because I've spent a lot of time in recent weeks and recent months talking with people who are in college, college students or or people who are coming out of college and they're 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 young and they just want to know, like, how do I get on the path that I want to be on and 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 be successful? Like and and you can just see the anxiety. You can feel it oozing out of them. If you're meeting with them on Zoom or you're having lunch with them or whatever, they just like I want to know what the future holds. And it's driving me insane that I'm not sure if I should have majored in this or I should major in that or should I go with that firm or should I go to that company or should I lean into this or should I go into that? And they just they're desperate to find somebody who says this is what you should do and this is the path ahead. They just want visibility, like clear out the fog, clear out the haze, flatten the hills, take away the traffic and let me just fly down this freeway so I can see forever and the path ahead is clear. And what I end up telling them is, number one, long range visibility is a mirage. It doesn't exist. If you think you have it, just wait a moment because there's a storm about to blow in or there's a detour or an accident or something on the road ahead and you're about to you're about to lose what you think is long range visibility or long term visibility. So number one, it's a mirage. Number two, well, let me go into the rest of the list in just a moment. First off, let me welcome you in to the Culture Hacks podcast. I'm Russ Hill. I make my living coaching and consulting senior executive teams at some of the world's biggest companies. You can find out more about what we do at LoneRockConsulting.com. Okay, this is um, this is an issue not just for college students. It's for all of us. I felt it two years ago, three years ago, last five, I felt it my whole life. I mean, if I'm being honest, like I just want to, like right now I feel it. But now I'm at a place where I realize, oh, you can't know that. Like you can't, you can't have super long range visibility. You can only see so far. And, and so I, I want to walk you through what I found to be most effective to deal with that anxiety. If you're feeling like there's t- like your anxiety level, that's super high or it's driving you insane. I, I've got, a, I got a few ideas for you. And if you know someone like that, 
a college student, someone who's younger, somebody who's at a stage in their career like they're, oh my gosh, I just wish I knew. Will you forward this episode, like listen to the next several minutes, make sure I'm bringing value on the topic. And if you think I am, if this might be helpful, will you just text them a link to this episode? Because I want I want to help as many people with this as I can. So here's here, here are a couple of my thoughts. This is what I say. If you and I, if you are in that situation, or someone you know is in that situation, we were sitting down for lunch or breakfast, this is what I would tell you. I would say your anxiety comes from the lack of a plan. That's what you need. What you don't need is to be able to see the long range, like the long-term future, because you can't and you won't, and it's not possible. But what you need is a plan for what are you going to do in the short term? And anxiety comes from not having a plan, but just a dream, just hopes, just aspirations, just desires. So we've all got that. Some of us more than others. Some of us are just dreamers and we, and we've got ambitious goals and we just want to conquer the world and we want to make a fortune because we want to live this certain lifestyle or we want to, we want to live on a beach that no one else is on, or we want to, or we just want to provide for our, our kids or our family, or we want to be able to retire before, you know, we're using a walker or we want whatever it is, or we want to impact lots of people, or we just want to know how to be successful. Maybe it's not even that bold or ambitious. I just want to know what career field I might be able to make a difference and have a stable job in whatever it is. Or I've got a company and I want to grow it. Or I'm at this stage of my career and I'd really like to be promoted and I like to grow it. And I like to scale and be on a. I remember when I was in Salt Lake City working in the media industry and I, I just had such a desire to play on a bigger stage. And I kind of I kind of pictured like a comedian or a performer or an actor or a singer, a musician. And, you know, you're playing at the kind of the hole in the wall establishment. There are 10 people in the crowd, right? And, uh, and half of them are 90% of them are related to you, or they're looking for a warm place on a cold night, right? Whatever it might be. So you got this small and you're grateful. Like you're totally grateful to be on the stage. You're grateful for the opportunity to perform, but you really want to be in the bigger venue. And, and why? Well, because you want to reach more people. You want to entertain more people. You want to, you want to have a, you want, you want, you just want to have a bigger impact. And cause there's more money and there's more opportunity and more growth and a better lifestyle, all those things. So I just want to be on a, I want to be in a, I remember thinking that when I was in Salt Lake city, which is not Salt Lake city is a medium sized market in the media industry. And, uh, and I wanted to be in a large market. I wanted to be running the content teams and overseeing media properties in a large, like a top 20 market. And I, I ultimately thought I wanted to be in like the top after that. So I, I ended up coming to Phoenix. Phoenix is a much, much larger market. And, um, and so I, I got that opportunity. I seized it. Plus it was warmer. You don't shove, you don't shovel sunshine. Right. And there's no, there's nobody in, in Phoenix, Arizona, the 4 million plus people that live here, there's not a single vehicle in the Valley of the sun that has an ice scraper in it. And I didn't want to own one. <laughs> and I know you think that I'm crazy for living here in July, but I actually don't. We travel. See, that's the secret. You get out <laughs> during the summer. 
And uh, anyway, um, so I, wa- I wanted to be in a bigger market. I wanted to be in, in a warmer one. So I went and seized that opportunity. I pictured myself ultimately someday living in New York or Los Angeles. It, th- those are the top two markets, media markets in the U.S. respectively, or working for one of the, you know, one of the major uh, news or sports networks in the world. Now, it ended up that uh, that wasn't the path for me. It wasn't the right path ultimately. So I left the media industry. That's another story. I, I write about it in my first book, Decide to Lead, um, about that journey. But the point is, I wanted to be on a bigger stage, and you want to, too. Anyone who's got ambition, you just want you, you want that. So whether you're trying to figure out your career, whether you're trying to figure out the next step in your, in, 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 um, or whether you're trying to figure out your major in college, or you're trying to figure out what industry to go into, you're trying to figure out what the next career move is, or, what, or the next uh, phase of the company that you own, whatever it is, the first thing I'd tell you is long range visibility is a mirage. Stop wanting it. It's, it's not going to happen. Number two is the anxiety you feel is due to the fact that you don't have a plan. You have a dream, you have ambition, you have goals, you have desires, but you need a plan. So, well, how do I build one? What does that look like? Well, let me walk you through what I've learned. The first step is you talk to tons of people. You don't do this in a bubble. And so you're scheduled, you're networking. And that word used to make me cringe, like, oh, <laughs> like there's nothing worse in life than a cocktail hour, right? Because you got to stand around and so how do you think the weather was today? Tell me about you. Like, I, I know, I know some of you thrive off of that. I really wish I did, but I don't. <laughs> and so, um, and, and so networking was not some, but you got to do it. And it's not the cocktail hour necessarily. It's just, I'm going to have lunch with people who are in. So let's, let's go the college route and then I'm going to do career route. And, and cause there's lots of interconnection in these things. So if I'm a college student and I'm trying to get to put my plan together while well, I'm meeting with people in the field, you see the secret to success is the, the, your, your, your future career is actually not going to be driven by the professor. It's going to be driven by the people who are working in the industry and they don't know you exist and they need to know that you exist. So my college communications media professors did not land me my first job. So I didn't sit in a classroom and go, well, I hope when I walk across the stage after doing this for several years, studying and trying to get decent grades, I hope that that leads me to a great opportunity. No. Like, if you're thinking that way, you're insane and you're up for a rude awakening. So I'm, I'm getting ahead of that. I'm studying and taking those courses. If that's what you should be, if you feel like that's what you should be doing. And then you're out, you're, you're talking to people in the field. Why? Cause you want to know, is this really what I want to do? Like, I want to understand what they do for a living and the ins and outs. It was someone who had worked in the television industry for decades who convinced me Russ, you don't want to be in television. And I was like, whoa, my whole growing up, I thought I was going to work in TV news or sports. And then interacting with someone in the field caused me to go, because they said to me, so you want to, Russ, so this is the path. You just need to understand this. You're going to graduate from this university and you're going to go stand in front of house fires um, for the next five years in Pocatello, Idaho, 
or the middle of nowhere, Utah or Colorado or Alabama or whatever, you are not going to make enough money to afford a home. And you're going to, you're going to report on house fires and you're going to get home at about 11 o'clock at night. And you're going to do this a ton and you're not going to make any money. And then ultimately about 10 or 15 years from now, you might be able to land a pretty darn good gig. And I went, Oh, I don't, (laughs) I don't want to do that. Okay. Well, you probably don't want to go into television news. Thank you. And I didn't, I changed, right? I changed what I was going to do. So you want to meet with people in the profession because they're going to give you insight. Plus you're networking, you're gaining insights. And, and, and so then you're seeking internships and you're seeking opportunities to, to work and learn and grow and build the resume and all that sort of stuff. So that when you graduate, it's not just the diploma, it's this experience and networking connections. And if you don't have, if you're 21 years old or 19 and you're in college, you don't have a LinkedIn account. You're crazy. You're crazy. Cause yeah, you don't have a ton of impressive things to put on it, but you're connecting with everyone in your classroom. Like you've got the list of people in the classroom and you're connecting with all of them on LinkedIn and you're building the network and professors and other people and in internships and whatever. You're just building that. In the old days, we called it the Rolodex. Nowadays, it's your contact list. And the best place you can have a contact list in most industries is LinkedIn because that person sitting across from you in your class is going to land a really good job in five years and you need to be connected with her. You're going to shoot her a direct message when you get a notification on your phone that she just became COO of um, startup company X. You with me? So you're building that. You're building all of that. So that's your plan. That's the plan. The plan is an, oh, I need to go into accounting and I'm going to work on that for five years and then I'm going to land. No, you, 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 you aren't going to know that yet. So it's just I'm interested in these few industries. I'm thinking I might want to do that or this, but I'm not really sure. So my plan is I'm going to, for the next six months, I'm going to meet with these people. My plan is for the next year, I'm going to network. My plan is, you you with me? You build that out. I don't have time in this episode to go through it in in great detail. If we were having lunch, this is what I would tell you if you were a college student. You're building a plan. Then you go, oh, I got a plan for this year. It's my sophomore year of college. I got a plan. It's these five things. This is what I'm doing. And then you're going to, you're going to, you're going to adjust it in your junior year. And then your senior year, you're going to adjust it and you're going to feel lower anxiety because, oh, I've got a plan. Yeah, not just a dream. So now let's talk about those of you who want a career change or you're not sure you're you're not a college student anymore. You're far from it. You're working in industry, whatever company it might be, whatever industry. And you want to know, like, what, what's my, what's the next five years or 10 years look like? You need a plan. So let me walk you through my personal experience. I was working at a consulting firm. Many of you who listen on a regular basis know this. So I was working at this firm. I was an employee and I knew that this wasn't going to be the long-term play. Um, I knew that I wanted to own a business. I knew I wanted equity in a company. I knew that I had an entrepreneurial bug in me. I didn't feel like I had that 10 years ago, but I did five years ago, but I didn't know what that looked like and all these sorts of things. And so my plan was, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to learn how to create content. I'm going to build um, some models and frameworks. No one's going to see them. I'm just going to build them on the whiteboard of my office. I'm going to design them. I'm going to find somebody on one of these websites that you can hire contractors for nothing in the Philippines to design, do graphics work. So I hired somebody and make this look cool. 
and seventy percent of them were lame. And I'm just working on it. Whatever. I started a podcast. This is episode two hundred and seventy-five. So way back in episode two, three, six, I didn't know that I was for sure going to own a company. I didn't know that all these things, but I just, I started doing stuff. I started writing a book and I didn't know when it was going to be able to be published. I wasn't sure what the purpose of it was going to be. And, and, but I, my plan was create content, start thinking. I, I bought online courses, joined some, some um, networking groups in the space that I was in. I started interacting with people, chatting with a lot. I went to a few events that were around what I was interested in. And I started, I had my day job. I was doing what I was doing. I was crushing it. And yet I had a plan that was going to, I didn't know, I couldn't tell you what I was going to be doing in two years, four years, whatever. I went, the day that I left the firm that I was at, I had no idea. I had no idea what exactly the company I was going to build would look like. That's crazy. But I had a plan to figure it out. And I had, which this is another thing that's critically important. I had stability, which means I wasn't living paycheck to paycheck. And so I knew that I had a little bit of time and I had urgency and I wanted to know today, right? You can relate to this, right? I want to know what the future looks like, but I knew I I, I had had enough experience to know that's not possible. So my plan was I'm going to, we're good. From an income standpoint, we're not crazy. We're, you know, we're not in the, in the eyes of the broader, well, in the eyes of some parts of the world, we'd be wealthy in other eyes of other people in the world, we weren't. So it just kind of depends who you ask, but we had enough to live off of. And I, I wasn't going to stress not having an income for a while. Okay. And, and that didn't happen by accident. That happened by living under beneath your means for an extended period of time. I wanted that toy. I'm not going to buy it. I want that thing. I'm not going to get it. I'm going to keep increasing my income, but I'm not going to keep increasing my lifestyle. And so that provided space, right? And comfort and less anxiety. And so then now, okay, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to meet with a ton of people. And then opportunities that came when people asked me, hey, will you work with us? Um, and I was making noise out in the marketplace and I was letting people know. And I was, I was, they were like, hey, can you come work with us? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. The answer to everybody was yes. Yep, I can do that. Yep, I can help you. Yep, I'll do that. Yep, I'll do that. And, and I'm just going to be out there. And then there, it, it, it was a very short period of time. So that was my plan. My plan was, it wasn't like, oh, well, I'm just going to wake up and try to figure out. No, I had a plan. It wasn't a three-year plan. It was like a three-month plan, a, th- a six-month plan. This is what I'm going to go do for the next three to six months. And I went out and did it. And so we're good. Income started flowing in, whatever, whatever. And, uh, and then the bigger companies started calling. The Fortune 100, the Fortune 500 companies started calling. And so then I went back to some of the smaller companies that I and, and leaders and friends and different people who I had said yes to. And I said, you know, I, 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 I hope I brought some value to you in the last few months, but this is what's going on. And we're now we're, and then I had a partner that came and I said yes to that. Okay. Yep. Uh, come join me. Let's, let's do this together. And then we added some team members. And then a year later, I had another partner that wanted in and said, and we said, okay, yep, actually we think you can help us scale it. So I'm willing to give up some equity on that too. And you just, you just out there doing it and then we're building it. And now we're, it's just awesome. And uh, now we're trying to scale it. So there was a plan. So long range visibility, not possible mirage. And it's totally human to want it. 
but you're only going to be able to see so far. The next thing you do is you build a plan. And the plan involves meeting with, talking with lots of people, being out there, learning, growing. And then what am I going to do over the next few months? Here's the last thing I'm going to offer on this topic. And this, uh, I think, will be super helpful to many of you. I I did an episode on this. I don't know where you all, but you just have to kind of scroll way back, maybe 100 episodes back. I have no idea. But I talked about the value grid. And I, I really encourage you, if this is a topic, what I'm talking about right here really hits home with you and you've got a lot of anxiety around this, I encourage you to go back and listen to, I don't know what the name of the episode was. You just got to figure it out. Something about what you value or the value grid or whatever else. Here's what I taught. Though. I'll give you, I'll give you the, uh, the short version right here. And that is, it, it's really helpful to come up with a list of what you value most right now. So if I'm the college student, that's wanting to do a career. I, well, actually not what you value most right now, but kind of what you value over the next few years. So for instance, for me, number one on my list, when I ultimately decided to leave the company I was at and quit being an employee and, and go to be an owner was I valued content creation. I wanted more than anything else. This is not going to be number one on like anybody's list listening, but it was for me. I want to be able to write books, create podcasts, put out content, make videos and not be, uh, not have that, not have my hand slapped. I want to be able to create content models and framework and innovate based on what I'm seeing in the market. And I wasn't able to do that in my current environment. So number one for me was content creation. Number two was control of schedule. I am too old. I'm too, too late in my career, uh, too, too far along in my career to want to attend endless meetings that are a waste of my time. I'm done with that. 20s, that was cool. Fine. I didn't care. It was kind of cool to be invited. 30s became a little bit more annoying. 40s, I'm over. Done with it. <laughs> Sorry. Look at my schedule every day. 90% of these meetings I didn't schedule and it was 60% of them, 70% of them were a waste of time. But I couldn't say no. I was an employee. You have to show up. And so I, I, that, I wanted control of my schedule. I wanted to be able to take weeks off at a time. I wanted to be able to go to the gym at 10 o'clock and come back when I felt like it. I wanted to control how many clients I worked with. I wanted to, I wanted all of that. And so that was number two on my list, control of my schedule. That won't be high on some of your lists. For some of you, it's number one. So you're building out this list. Number three for me was income growth. I don't want a high base salary. In fact, I prefer no base salary. I want a complete performance-based lifestyle income. I want endless potential to make money. I don't want anyone to tell me I can only get this much commission or anyone to tell me I can only close that much or to have any kind of ceiling on it. I want to be able to, I, I want to control that. I want to have endless opportunity to grow my income. Okay. So these, that was kind of my top three. And so as you're thinking, wow, I really want to know what the future holds and where I should go and what I should be doing. And it's driving me insane. Well, what do you value most? Make your list, whether you're in college or that was 30 years ago and you're trying to figure out the next stage of life and it's driving you insane that you don't have a plan. Build the plan based off of what you value most. I, I, I had this conversation several times in just the last few weeks with younger folks who uh, I'm trying to bring value to is they're, they're, I said, build a plan and it starts with what do you value most? What kind of job do you want? What, 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 what kind of life do you want in five years from now, three years from now? Okay, well, now that we've got that list, we can start to narrow down the industries you might be you might want to work in. If you value working from home and that's what matters to you and you want freedom of schedule, well, you're not going to go be an employee working in a factory. 
Because that's kind of contradictory, right? Or you're not going to work in an accounting department where you got to be in the office every day and you got to work eight to five and you're in a bunch of meetings like that's not going to work for you. Others, they want stability. Number one on their list is work for a big company that's stable and provides me all kinds of great benefits and whatever that is. Okay, well, cool. Well, then you're going to you're going to go seek probably these industries or these kind of jobs. Right. So create the list of what you value and then start building the plan. That is what I would have you think about. So just a couple of things on my mind um, as we think about um, the anxiety that often comes from our desire for long range, long term visibility. Okay, hope that brings value to you. If there's somebody who you think needs to listen to this episode, just text them the uh, the link to it. I would appreciate that so much. I hope you're healthy. I hope you're doing well. And I'll talk to you in the next episode of the Culture Hacks podcast. Who do you know that could benefit from listening to this episode? Tap on the share button and text the link to a friend or colleague or write a post on LinkedIn and tag Russ. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks podcast with Russ Hill.